This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello, elegant listeners, and welcome to Go! My favorite sports team. <coughs> See, that's how you say go. That's how you go. Hmm? That's that. That sounded like a weird animal in the woods mating call. Thank you. That's very, very <laughs> cryptid-like. You know, very yeah. skinwalker-like. You know? <laughs> if you hear a voice like that in the woods, please, for the love of God. Run. You don't need to be out there. Why am I talking in a southern <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, this is the sports podcast just for you. And we are here to talk about sports. I am Mark Iplier. I do not know sports. But this man, this man do. Yeah, yeehaw, my name is Tyler, and I'm also doing this kind of accent. And we're going to be hanging out oh, here on boy. this sports podcast doing all the right things that you ever done heard. Everything sports that you ever done. It's gotten better. It's getting better. Okay, so today's topic is going to be a little interesting because I, if you've paid any attention, and this this is tangentially related at first, but I'm going to circle back to something related. Okay. I have noticed a little bit of a trend, and you may have noticed it too, in the streaming world, right? Mm-hmm. Streaming world. So there's various other streamers that are going over to this streaming site called Kick. Right? Mm. This mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Explain Kick to the audience for a brief moment of what you know with Kick. Kick is an alternative to Twitch, supposedly, that is almost allowed to stream anything when it first originated, but it has foundations in gambling. And especially since Twitch outlawed gambling, that's when Kick kind of popped up to be like, we all allow you to play gambling games and do gambling stuff and that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, a few people have signed over there. They're offering like hourlies to some streamers that have come over for like, if you stream a certain amount of time on Kick, you get this steady pay. And they also sign some big streamers to some big money contracts to stream exclusively or not exclusively. I don't know the terms of the contract over on their platform. Yeah, I don't know the terms of the contract either, but what really got me is not so much like uh, the fact that it's like, ooh, there's a there's a platform that you can do anything. And, and I think when XQC went over there, he started streaming just like a movie straight up. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That was, and that's how you really get to understand what a company's willing to let you do and not. 
and the way the way these things go sometimes is like I don't think Kick's gonna be around very long. Let's just be perfectly honest. I don't think Kick's gonna be around for very long. But at the same time, apparently they have made buku bucks because of gambling. And so yeah. this is where I'm bringing it back to sports. Is the prevalence, the prevalence of sports betting. Well, and on top of that, how much it has drastically grown recently. Uh-huh. ESPN exactly. even bought and are creating their own gambling themselves. I think right. they bought a company, so it'll be literally owned by ESPN. Right. And in full transparency, we often talk with Spotify about whether or not we would do sports betting ads. And so far we've said no, because we don't want to encourage sports betting amongst our audience. We don't think that that's a necessity. We think that getting anyone into any kind of gambling is not really something that we uh, like to do. So what is the current state of sports betting in the world today? What is the impact that it has on the sports world in general? Because we've touched on it before. But given that nowadays, like the idea of gambling is being pushed, almost put, I would say almost pushed on younger generations because it is an addictive thing. It gets people hooked. And whatever way the entry is, whether it's like on a streaming site where it's like gambling straight up in terms of, I don't even know the specialties of gambling because I I don't watch it, but it's like I've seen slots on Twitch all the time and, you know, I'm sure that all that moved over to kick. And like all these things, like sports betting probably is prevalent on there. There's the loot boxes, win gaming, which is basically gambling. And then there's like... um, I think CSGO had this whole thing where streamers were trying to rig the site for like getting rare drops out of loot boxes for something like that. And there were some streamers that were pushing it and they were making money on the back end of it without telling anybody, which is very skeezy to do. So that's kind of the where I want to talk about it because sports betting is whether or not we uh, like our sport, like I'm not a sports person. But I I am kind of like curious to see why so many people are okay with sports betting because there is like a huge subset that is all about like, yeah, I want to bet on some games. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know all those subscription websites? They just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com Slash sports team. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So there's an interesting idea because I, I want to go historically um, okay. with the reason why I personally hate sports betting. Mm-hmm. There is a team known as the Chicago Black Sox. We talked about this in the cheating episode that we talked about back in the day. Sure. This is like Shoeless Joe Jackson. They were considered one of the best baseball teams of that era. They were in the World Series playing the Cincinnati Reds. And it was found out that they were gambling and point shaving and lost the World Series potentially for gambling purposes. Whether it was a bookie who had threats on them or was controlled by the mob or a number of things that were happening during that time in Chicago, that it is a massive, massive deal because it affected the actual game. Or it never was proven that it was, but there is the concept and the idea that they did not win and they purposely did not like they made a bunch of errors or they threw certain pitches or something like that in order for them to appease the bookies or the people running the sports books. Yeah. And this is why I have an issue with sports gambling. And there's even historical moments in the NCAA and college sports where people get into like an athlete and they loan them money and then they put them on the line like they're a loan shark to then make them money back by shave point shaving, which is basically making sure that you don't score too many points so that you reach a certain level based on a gambling line or you don't cross it. You get a push or you it's like an over under of the score and stuff like that. So that's the biggest issue that I have with sports gambling as it stands as a whole because of the fact that For one, Pete Rose, who's one of the greatest hitters of all time, is kept out of Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame because of gambling. Numerous NFL players are currently uh, getting suspended or banned for a season because of gambling on games. Mm -hmm. And so if the athletes can't gamble, which it makes sense that they can't, that doesn't mean that that alone is keeping them from doing stuff that is affecting the actual results of the game. It has so many other amplifications and problems, but this is just about the effect of the integrity of the sport, right? Uh, because anytime gambling is involved and people are involved, there's a way to get to people and have them change the outcome of the game, whether it's officiating, which an uh, NBA official got in trouble for years ago for gambling on games and making calls to affect it, or players doing things that affect the game. Many players have even spoken out about fantasy sports because people end up yelling at them and different stuff on social media because it's like, oh, you dropped that pass. You made me lose my fantasy week. And it's like, dude, you think they do that on purpose when there's no stake in it for them? No. I think the biggest advent of this and the reason this happened is the number of sports teams that have gone or been created in Vegas. Mm. Because the Oakland Raiders moved to Vegas. Uh-huh. The NHL team, the Knights, Las Vegas Knights, were founded in Vegas. Mm-hmm. All of this coincides with a sudden push for sports gambling. Mm. I see. I see. So you think there's a, that direct cause from that to being... Yeah, because that is the gambling central of the United States. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And so like, if they're there, people are going to be betting no matter what. Mm. And also, let's be honest here. Casinos, 
basically have a license to print money mm-hmm. because their chips are literally money. You give them cash, they give you chips, that's money. In a way, it's not directly, but in a way, they have a massive, massive amount of capability to print money and make money off of people. Yeah. And that's all it ever is. And just to be very clear, like, I I get that some people are like, yeah, no, gambling's fun and, and it can be something. I have that kind of stance against gambling. Like, you need to understand that you will never win. You will never win. There is no way that in any gambling situation, you are not set up to win. You are not set up to create sustainable wins for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's something that like with, with gambling has to be recognized. And so with this prevalence of sports betting, what I don't like seeing is all these uh, like initiation things. Cause that's why we always push out. That's what's always pushed out there is like, get a guaranteed win when you make your first bet, get a guaranteed thing. It's like, wow, that's the biggest lie I've ever heard in my life. And they, you know, maybe it is, but it's like, all it is is because they want to get people hooked. It's the same as a drug dealer. It's a, to me anyway, it's the same as a drug dealer that's like holding out like, hey, you want a free sample? You know, you want to get something, yeah. uh, you want to get something on the cheap? It's pretty much the same thing so uh that's that's our stance on gambling but i'm i am interested into what the current sphere especially with the internet especially with like sports oh, they're coming for me <laughs> the mob no they heard what i said <laughs> and it's just like but it is it's just like um what what is what is the cultural appropriation or pff, cultural appropriation cultural uh impact of people getting into like this gambling is like pushing I like they're they're trying to get people being like no it's okay get you petition your local government to allow gambling there was this thing in Ohio where mm-hmm. um that casino downtown ran ad campaigns in Ohio to be like this is cool it's good you want this you don't want to go to Indiana to go uh, you're gambling, and so it was like it was a big thing. It's the same thing I see online all the time, which is why they want to buy ad space. Yeah. So the interesting part about that is the reason the state of Nevada doesn't have income tax is because the casinos pay so much in taxes in order to be able to operate that it then makes it so there's no income tax taken by the state. Mm. And so that's the allure of like, don't go to Indiana, do it here, so then you'd pay less in taxes. That's not always the case, the way the contracts are worked or different things happen in that sense. The other thing that I've noticed a lot recently, and I think the reason that this all started getting pushed was because of the fantasy football things like DraftKings or um, uh, what is the other one? There's so many now. I like honestly. DraftKings. Like, what do we got? I just am finding DraftKings. Was FanDuel There's, one or is that FanDuel is one. FanDuel okay, is, is one. one. There's been a whole bunch that have popped up. Yeah. But like DraftKings and FanDuel exploded because mm-hmm. it was app-based gambling that you could do anywhere. Mm-hmm. And somehow it was legal. No matter where you were, it was legal. And the way that they get you in, and this this is the in- interesting thing about the promo, is they offer you free money. Uh-huh. But it's a trick. They say, if you make a bet, we will give you $50 for future bets. Mm-hmm. But you know what happens? There's small print that says you can't withdraw after a certain number of bets made that amount. So you can't make one bet and then go, oh, free $50. No, you have to bet 
more to then be able to be allowed to withdraw it yeah, or to bring it into your account. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, the way that it works in the brain is so fascinating because it, the risk thing, the chance, the opportunity, the, the, the adrenaline rush isn't a rush of endorphins, which can be addictive in the brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, it l- literally hits those center marks so much so that I've noticed that I have an addictive personality. So I try and avoid certain things like that. Mm-hmm. And so these entrances that get people involved and the amount of money they are able to make is ridiculous. Yeah. Because it's exploiting human conditioning. It's like it's exploiting psychology. People do want to win and feel like they can win. They want to feel like they can beat the system. That's that's like the underdog thing even in sports itself. It's like people want to feel like they can overcome the odds. They love that. And when it and the thing is, with statistics and with odds, it does happen. People do beat the odds, but mm-hmm. more people don't, which is what the companies that do this care about. That's what they're counting on because if it wasn't that way, they would not be in business and they are in business. They make so much money. And so I have I have an example of like someone talking about someone with like an addiction uh, and but justifying it in a different way. So this post is my boyfriend is constantly betting on sports teams. Is this mm-hmm. actually profitable or does he have an addiction? Every time I turn around, my boyfriend is betting on some sports team while we're having dinner, watching a show in the kitchen, cooking while he's driving, while we're in the restaurant eating, no matter where we are. I turn around and he's constantly finding the next best team to bet on or looking at scores. He told me that sports is a business and sports betting is like 70% statistics. Totally legitimate statistic right there to talk about the statistics of it. He tells me that he makes more money than the average better. And here's the thing. The average better loses money. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. And so it's also how much like you would think that this is a small amount. This is not a small amount that this person betting. The person is saying in an edit, I'd also like to say that he bets around five to fifteen thousand dollars per bet. So I don't know who this is. Per bet. So obviously, I hope, I hope this person has disposable income. Because they ain't getting that back. They definitely ain't getting that back for every time. He has an agent with this company, whatever it is, it's probably some app that gives him so many free tickets to concerts, three course meals with free drinks, comedy shows, all of these tickets to sports events. And and this happens. This happens. Mm. If you are a regular at a casino, they treat you real nice because they're trying to make the feeling of losing all that much sweeter because they don't want you getting sour. And they know a free ticket is so much less than the amount of money they're getting from you. Because you got to remember, they're getting all of your money. They give you back a free meal. They get all of your money. So, and the reasons casino do that, uh, casinos do that, is they keep you in their casino. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which then keeps you in the area. Did you know that in casinos, they actually pump in oxygen so that you are you have more energy and you stay up longer? Is that actually true? Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that as a rumor. I wasn't hundred percent sure. If they no. could figure out a phone, if the phone app could like pump cocaine right up your nose, they would do that. They would do that. Like, please open our app. Poof. Just like Costco, they're designed like a maze. There's no real straight lines. Everything is confusing, so that you end up walking past more machines, or you end up walking past this or that. There's a reason why you get free drinks when you bet because it tends to loosen your wallet. Like, there's a million different tactics that they use. To keep you gambling and gambling more. 
Similarly, the same tactics that mobile games use to try to get you to pay for their freaking apps. The gotcha games, 100%. All of them, all of them do everything. Like, cause, cause gambling, whether or not it's a game or an app or in a casino, it is part of the same thing. And I think the thing that I've learned the most on this podcast is just like the appreciation of sports for the sports itself is all you need to enjoy sports. If you start down this path, this person going into all these statistics, I guarantee you are not looking into these teams to cheer them on. It's it, it's not even about that anymore. If you make a bet, you cheer them on. But we talked about that in the past. So just like, that makes you really sour to those teams sometimes. That makes you really, really, really sour. Yeah, and we talk about I we talked about this at one time. Like Wade, I think Wade even talked about it. How like mood affecting it is when the team you're rooting for loses. Uh-huh. Add gambling to it and it amplifies that. Because yeah. not only are you losing emotionally, you're losing higher emotionally, and you're losing in your pocketbooks. Yeah. And the worst part about this, and th- this is the crazier thing, is the majority of people that are gambling are not the people with just like discretionary income. Yeah. This is going to affect more of the the lower income places because they have the higher hopes of winning big and getting out of their situation. Yeah. It's like the statistics of who buys lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. It's middle to lower class more often than it is anybody higher. Absolutely, yeah. And the odds are definitely not in your favor. And this next post that I have is like kind of tying into this because apps increase accessibility and because it's easy to have something in your phone. It takes it takes work to go to a casino. It actually does, unless you live in Las Vegas, which some people do for that purpose. Not everyone who lives in Las Vegas does that. But this this person says title is this addicted to sports betting. Anyone else notice how these apps flooded the market roughly two-ish years ago and now has become a major part of what most young males talk about? It seems there was little to no pushback in certain areas to more or less regulate the apps. From talking with other friends, we are all now placing money on random sports we never cared about before. I am almost down $1,000, but I'm sure there are others out there down more. Was curious if anyone else found themselves gambling on sports almost as a passive boredom and and this is the thing is like this mentality like i'm down a thousand everyone's down no one's up who's up find the person well and the thing is once you win too that Mm. rush of adrenaline makes you want to bet again yeah because it's no longer i won a bunch it's i could win again yeah yeah and it's like this person is commenting on another one. Like someone said, like, be careful, you, uh, man. Gambling addiction is absolutely real and can seriously fuck up your life. Nothing wrong with placing some money on games here and there. But if you're losing your money, you can't afford to lose and you're having a problem. And it says, yeah, I can afford it so far. I'm worried that once I break a thousand, I'll feel like I need to win it back and continue the cycle. And it's like, yeah, which is also a massive hook. Because gambling's two-sided. The losing makes you want to keep going, and then the winning makes you want to keep going. That's what makes it hard. Yeah, because losing, it's like, oh, I got to win that back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. 
Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. So me and you have been to the casino, Mark, and I think mm-hmm. me and you have talked about this, our approach to it is like, how much would I have spent to have fun doing anything else? Yeah. yeah and the exactly. instant that that is gone, we're out. Yeah. Exactly. And if I get up, and this is something my dad talked to me about when I was a kid, and it's, well, not really as a kid, but a young adult. And mm-hmm. he's like, if you ever get up at the casino, you pocket what you spent. So if you put like $100 in yeah, and you doubled that, you pocket your 100 never mm-hmm. take it back out, and you gamble the 100 that you had won. Mm-hmm. That way, if you lose all of that, you don't put any more money in, you can walk away with the same amount of money you walked in with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But, God, the the accessibility, the fact that the places that are broadcasting it, ESPN, mm-hmm. people that are in recovery from addiction, they're going to be broadcasting the money lines and everything on their broadcast because they're going to push this because it's going to make them money. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be greater stat tracks. The other thing that I've noticed recently is this addition of crazy parlays in sports that went viral on social media. Parlays? Parlays are where you have multiple events that are unrelated to each other. So it's like LeBron James scores 30. This person in another game gets 10 rebounds. This person in another game gets four steals. This team beats this team by this amount or over under. All of these have to happen. And they're like, Higher percentage, they're deemed higher percentage chances individually, but all of them have to happen and it increases the um, the overall, like you put in $1, but if all of these happen, you win 10 grand because of how they like multiply. Uh. And so those things have gone viral of like people doing these crazy parlays and they're like on the last one and then it falls through or <laughs> somebody, and, but the thing is you get ahead by a certain amount and then they offer you a buyout to be like, Hey, You've gotten three out of the five correct. Here's $500 when you bet $1 mm. to hop out and give us your ticket back. And you've you've won. And my rule of thumb is if, I, and first of all, I would never gamble like this to begin with because it's a whole bunch of random bullshit trying to mash together that all of these sequences in a row have to happen. Mm. But anytime you are offered a buyout, you take it because you end up walking away ahead, Period. Mm. But so many people are like, that's not even any cl- anywhere close to what I'd win if all of this happens. And that's where they get you. Mm, yeah. Because then you're like, I've already gotten three. I could get all five and win 10 grand or whatnot. Yeah. And it's just, it's wild how much sports betting has evolved in the sense of all these crazy little circumstances and crazy little details that they're now tracking the advent of different stats that have come up and the ways that we have the internet and can track stuff in real time. It's wild. Cause back in the day, the only sports betting that was really a thing was horse racing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that's like a pastime for some people. That's like a family tradition for others. Yeah. And there's only like certain ways you can bet at the horse track. It's like winner top three. I forget what the, all the different bets are called because I don't pay attention to gambling that much. But the worst part about this and the part I'm circling back to ESPN broadcasting is the amount this affects people that are in recovery from gambling addiction. Mm. 
and how that very well can pull those that were addicted and in trouble spots and stuff like that back into their addiction because Mm -hmm. it is suddenly thrust into their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And this, um, this last uh, post that I pulled up is, is probably the most interesting to me because it's from someone who is not a gambler sports or sports enthusiast. Neither gave betting, uh, sports betting promos a shot and they won an understanding of gambling addition addiction. So this guy said, I saw another post about someone coming out with a few hundred bucks. I know absolutely nothing about betting and gave this a shot. When I say I know nothing, I mean it. I could not tell who I even bet on. I had to Google, quote, how many periods in hockey. And if they found our podcast, they would not know, would they? <laughs> they would. I talked about it. I talked about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I was confused why it only went up to three in the apps. I'm also not a microtransaction person. I don't make any in-app per- purchases. However, they tried sports betting. It was a very interesting experience. Like I said, know nothing about betting, very little about sports. Maybe gambled $100 in their entire life. And lo and behold, it was fun. I really feel for people even a little bit inclined to gamble. There are so many promos. I found myself wanting to turn notifications on, which I never do for the chance to play again if I can get free bets. There are so many opportunistic promos in-app with a low barrier to entry. It was fun to see the live game betting opportunities while the games were in progress and to watch my cash-out options change. I put a couple bets on NCAA games, which I could stream for free, and I've only ever been interested in UConn women's basketball and only for championships, and yet I found myself closely watching a few hours of games last night when I had intended to bet and forget till morning. It was like they were close games. I felt compelled to keep watching. I was getting dopamine hits. I even found myself thinking, well, this could be fun for March Madness. I knew I was losing money, parentheses, if it had been all mine, the entire time, and still was looking to see how I'd performed and how I might bet differently next time. This is someone who never did gambling before, never was even into sports or like watched them mildly and suddenly found them because a lot of these gambling things are so ingrained into the game. I don't even know what they mean by live game betting opportunities while they're in progress. Do they really have the tech to be like, oh, this game is going in this direction. If this person scores three more times, you could win this much. That's insane. That's insane. That's nuts. There's opportunities like if you made a bet to begin with and you can double down on something if they score more points or stuff like that. Oh, so they can go doublesies or nothings on you? Yeah. Right then stuff and there? Like that. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, oh. yeah. And that, that's the thing is it's fully gamifies it, which is also in and of itself more appealing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- this is a topic that I don't think anybody ever talks about. And the reason why other podcasts and other sports sites, and I'm not knocking them, I understand yeah. why they do it, why they, they take the deals. There is an insane amount of money in this. Yes. Insane amount of money. And th- the people, like, if they can offer the podcast an insane amount of money to promote their gambling website... Imagine how much money they can offer an athlete to just be like, hey, we really need to not lose this because we'll lose money. We'll give you this if you drop the next pass, if you miss the next free throw, if you do this. And when that's guaranteed money for doing one thing, and especially one thing you are very good at, if you're very good at making it, you know how to adjust something to miss just barely and have it look realistic. There's so much that can go into it. And this is the part that scares me about sports gambling and why for the longest time it was outlawed is because the amount it can affect. 
especially student athletes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. With the nil deals and everything else coming out, that is terrifying. The risk of like, you know, expulsion and other stuff like there, if you make enough money, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But you get under somebody's thumb, it can ruin your reputation. There's so much more that can happen. And I advise people to be extremely cautious. Yeah. And so that's why we'll we'll never do it. Mark and I don't want to promote something that can negatively impact somebody's life in a drastic way. We don't want to promote stuff that you can get massively addicted to and have it ruin your life. Yeah. And not saying there aren't like some things that we we will like do a brand new for it and it can be bad later. Like we're, we're not perfect, of course. So Correct. I don't want to like say we're saints, but we try our best not to. I just want to say that. Like I'm yeah. not I'm not disqualifying to what Tyler says. I'm not taking this as a pass <laughs> to like, oh, I want to go gamble. But it's just like I'm just trying to like we're not perfect. We we do try, but yeah, no, that is the mentality. Like we try to we try to do as little harm as possible. That's just like general policy. Yeah. Yeah, we try and be socially conscious and we try and be socially responsible. We talked about it in the the social good episode that we did on the podcast mm-hmm. about how we feel like as people in a space where people are listening and pay attention to what we say, we try and be in touch with that and do good with the platforms that we are given and the yeah. listenership that we've received and the people that pay attention to us. And yeah. so like it's hard sometimes if you're you're in a situation and somebody offers you millions of dollars to promote something, it's hard to turn it down, period. That yeah. I mean, imagine if somebody came to you and was just like, here, we'll give you $30 million to promote this and have a segment on your stream just dedicated to this gambling aspect. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. The, yeah, it's it's crazy. And if you don't think it happens, like with the cheating stuff, it, it definitely happens. It's just like, hey, who knows where. But there's, a, there's one more post that I would like to read uh, yeah. here. Six months ago, on the college football subreddit or the CFB college football, uh, C- CFP or CFB, CFB, yeah, college football. Okay, so this is a post that says, "Unsure if this will be popular or unpopular, but the saturation of gambling with mainstream sports content is gross. It pervades every aspect of content. If you enjoy it and can maintain a healthy balance, good." But to have it everywhere on ESPN is gross. It should be on the margins and not a generally accepted aspect of popular sports culture. Thoughts? And then there's many comments. Like, this is a very popular post. It's 10,000 upvotes on uh, Reddit and for, like, another subreddit. You know, I don't know how popular the posts are in general. But there's one that stuck out to me. 100% agree. Every single podcast, article, etc. now has a gambling sponsorship. I'm not opposed to gambling. Hell, throwing a few bucks on a game can be fun, but it drives me absolutely nuts. The saturation into every aspect of every sport. And that's, yeah, that, that'll happen. You start to, it used, you're right, it used to be illegal. Yeah. It used to be illegal. It, it was made illegal for a reason. And then it's like, as soon as you start to like, Start to you start to bend the rules a little bit. Uh, we don't need that. Ah, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Then it's suddenly it's in every aspect of it, and it's like a normal part. It's America's pastime to gamble on sports. Everyone do it. I love it. And much like history tells us, if we don't pay attention to it, we are doomed to repeat it. We've already seen it affect sports in numerous ways, mm-hmm. even when gambling was not allowed by the major conferences, and now that they are allowing it. I'm worried about the integrity of sport. I'm worried about the effect on the fan base. I'm worried about people's pocketbooks and addiction. 
there's a lot of worries in that aspect. And I wish people, especially the people in charge, paid more attention to social responsibility as opposed to their wallets. And also, I want to point out one major thing when it comes to gambling. Even if they say that the, the books are losing a ton of money, they still made money from the transaction in a way. Because every time you bet, not all of that money goes into the winnings. They pocket a certain amount. Transaction fees, holding fees, stuff like that happens. And if you are winning money, somebody else is losing money. And I'm telling you right now, it's not the business housing the betting. It's the people betting the other way. It's people betting on different aspects of different parts of sport, different books. And more often than not, it's the people that have the money already that are the ones that are guaranteed to get the money. And that's the business that is operating the books. House always wins. House always wins. Always. Even when they lose. Anyway, this episode brought to you by... <laughs> this episode brought to you by Gambling Tyler Markspliers. No, no, no. This episode <laughs> brought to you by the... Dis- the Distractable. <laughs> by Distractable. <laughs> God, kill me. Buy the go my favorite store.gmfsd.com. We won't take sports uh, brand deals, which we're so poor because of it. We'll take sports brand deals, but not oh, gambling we, brand deals. We, we won't <laughs> I'm take like, wait gaming. a second. We're losing out on so much money. You got to give us your. <laughs> no, honestly, the amount of offers we have gotten from yes. gambling websites, from yes. like gambling apps and stuff like that that we have turned down is insane yes and every single time they're like guys it's a ton of money and we go we're not comfortable pushing that to our fan base yeah it's just like it's not okay not every sports podcast needs to do this there's tons of other ones out there you can you can they'll take it go somewhere else like they look i think what it is is they look at one pillar of like a podcast if they're not cool with it they go you if you're not with me you're against me and then you know then you're enemy for life you know that kind of shit yet they still keep sending it through because they keep messaging me and i go nope we haven't changed our mind that's how look that's how they got the laws changed yeah it's persistence someone will say yes not us but someone will yeah yeah i mean that's how they got people to go to kick which is how this whole conversation started well, it is. Hey, it came full circle. Because hey. it's not just sports. Uh, the gambling houses basically do all the gambling, so they're all the same. They uh, are. It still terrifies me. When I saw, and it was just like within the last month that ESPN bought and is opening their own sports betting book. And that, to me, was just like... Yeah, exactly. Anyway... You can support this podcast by getting the finger deal of a finger lifetime. You get your eye finger sports finger shirt, hat, finger, pin, all for a discount. I don't know what the discount is, but there's a discount. You get you get all the all the fingers, you get a discount. The, this code is finger. <laughs> code is finger. F-I-N-G-E-R. <laughs> So why don't you get your infinity fingers together and then you'll have all of the fingers. <laughs> I want to see someone out there with a picture of every single finger uh, merch we got. Shirt, hat, finger, and then the pin. Either on the hat or on the shirt or on the finger. Finger on your finger. 
And then fan art of fingers, the foam finger of the finger tri fingers. We have to sell a foam finger mini finger that you put <laughs> on the foam finger. <laughs> We're getting that on the store. That's the fifth infinity finger. It's gonna be wild. <laughs> Oh god! But uh, if you want to check out the other stuff that's going uh, going on, I'm actually going to Colorado to visit my brother, and I'm going to film some videos for the GMFST YouTube channel. So we'll have more live action stuff because I will be doing sports things with my brother, and uh, I won't be there. Nope. But uh, we'll we'll talk about Mark and how I'll Facetime in. Yeah, yeah. All that right. sounds good. But yeah, go check that out. We'll have more stuff there. Make sure you're watching on Spotify and supporting. And, uh, you know, to keep us from getting the gambling sites, which we never will. But if you want to make sure that we never will, buy we the merch. Might. <laughs> we might. We might. Support the podcast. Share better, it. Better support it or else. Also, or I've else seen. You're going to get addicted. <laughs> also, I've seen way too many jacuzzes where people have accused us or accused me of not saying things or not doing things beforehand. And that just means you're not listening hard enough. Yeah. So listen harder, listen more elegantly, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.